Well, howdy, folks. Welcome to Michael Perry's voicemail, episode number 136. Out the window of my little room above the garage here, I can see that it's getting to be time to go. Me and the band have a show tonight and tomorrow night. We're going to try out a new song, and I wrote a little essay about that new song. It goes like this. A couple weeks ago, I drove over to the other side of the county to write a song with my buddy Evan. It was 9 a.m., we were both stone-cold sober, and our property taxes were all paid up. So much for outlaw reputations. Evan had the coffee on, a nice local roast. You text ahead, they leave the beans on a fence post for you. Some things in life were just terrific. We shot the breeze for half a cup, then started kicking ideas around. I played a couple snippets off my phone, mostly just repetitious fragments I'd recorded back home late nights in my little room above the garage. Evan found the key and played along with his guitar, kind of got a sense of the groove and shape of what the pieces might become. We made some notes, topped off the coffee, and moved to the piano. Go ahead and just play, I said. I'll see what kind of words I can think of. He started in easy, a three-quarter time thing, a waltz, I guess. No rush, no drama. I just sat there with my eyes closed, humming a little, but mostly just letting words and syllables drop in and around the notes, just seeing if anything fit. Evan and I have known each other a long while now, to where I'm quietly uninhibited in his presence, which is to say I'm not going to fling myself around or anything, but I'll happily sing off-key and mash words into places they don't fit until we find some that do fit, and sure enough, as he repeated a certain pattern on the keyboard, the random rhythm thesaurus in my brain spit out four words in a row. Stay before you go. I scribbled them down, then a few more lines, ones I thought might make for verses, but I already knew every line in that song would need to thread back somehow to those four words. Stay before you go, and I'd need to reflect on it some. We wrapped things up for the day and headed off in separate directions to do all the other non-outlaw things we had to do. In our house, there used to be a little red chair. My father sat on it when he was a toddler, or that's how I remember it. Maybe I'm off by a generation. I know I sat on it, and my brothers and sisters, when we were all toddling tots. Then my daughters used it although my elder daughter, tall from the get-go, was probably already bumping her chin with her kneecaps the first time she sat in it. At some point, I brought the chair up to my office in this little room above the garage. My younger daughter sat in it with her crayons and scissors, drawing pictures and cutting the tails off plastic horses. I'd lend her my travel guitar, set her up with a microphone, and she'd sit in a little red chair and hold her own open mic sessions, often accompanied by a purple teddy bear. At some point, each of my, of our, daughters sat in that chair for the last time. Nothing dramatic, just one of a multitude of milestones that slipped past while we're looking ahead, and one day I realized it had been just me and the bear and the chair up there for a while now. A few nights back, fresh off coffee and a visit with my elder daughter before she left the farm for her senior year in college, and after exchanging a spate of phone messages with my younger daughter, now enrolled in a school many states away, I stepped through the door in my little room above the garage, saw that purple bear in that little red chair, and figured, yeah, that's it. And I wrote, 
and rewrote and wrote and rewrote. It was after midnight before I felt I got it right, or close. Yesterday I took the lyrics over to Evan's place again, at 9 a.m. again. We are truly boring. We workshopped it for a couple rounds, then recorded it straight to Evan's phone. A scratch vocal, they call it, in the business. Then he sent it to the members of the band so they can learn it before rehearsal tonight. And then tomorrow night, and the night after that, we'll try it out in public. See what folks think. That song ain't likely going to make us a million. Don't even know if we'll record it properly. It may only live in Evan's phone or in the moment. But over the next couple of nights, we'll step to the stage and sing it for a room full of folks. We'll offer it up with all our boring, earnest hearts. I'll feel the presence of the audience and how they react. But I'll also feel the presence of my daughters, even though they're far from me right now. And I'll also, every time I sing that word we, I'll also think of my wife, my faithful partner, my guide and buoy against all the undertow, my stay before I go. All right, we're putting that song in this recording too, so you can have a listen to it here coming up in a little bit. And uh, I'm going to get ready to start the van and get on the road. We're doing a, a show tonight that's all sold out. And uh, then we're going to Minneapolis. I hear there's a couple tickets left there in Minneapolis. So hit the link if you want. But above all, thank you for listening. I'm so grateful to do what I do. Um, I'm not going to say goodbye. I'm just going to say what we always say here, which is, well, I suppose, forward. Stay tuned for the, stay tuned for that scratch vocal. Okay, <clears throat> stay before you go. Purple teddy bear in a little red chair For years I've just left him sitting there Coffee's gone cold, our one for the road And I know I gotta let you go We raised you up to fly
coffee you pull in for the sky.